Hey! Hey! Welcome to Channel14.com's Bodega Nights. I'm Jao. I'm Norm. I'm Dave. And we are doing the uh, continuation of that other podcast that we said we would do comic books, but like we totally talked about magic for like <laughs> for a few good few minutes for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here we go, comic books. The other thing that we can sort of totally geek out about because yes. you know, dear God, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Uh, who wants to throw a topic out onto the table? <laughs> racism. Racism? <laughs> First topic out. Racism! <laughs> Fine, racism and comics. What? what? What about like race and comics? You know, uh, racism came out... It was. I, I mentioned, I guess I mentioned this before. It came out pretty obviously in Green Lantern. Okay. It started out, remember, uh, Green Lantern started out with uh, Alan Scott. Right, and then the second one was Hal Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Then all of a sudden, boom, boom, we got uh, John Stewart. John Stewart, the black, yeah, the, the, the black, black Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. <laughs> uh, do you know that they actually had to change his oath because of that? Why? Why? His the oath oh. goes like uh, in brightest day, in blackest night, night, no evil no shall evil escape. Shall escape my side, yeah. Those who worship me, yeah. It turned it from my power. They changed it, night. yeah, into in blackest day, in darkest night. Why? Because of racism. Black <laughs> they actually changed it because of the word black. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, so, a little too sensitive, though. Yeah, they changed it. It was until the point where even Hal Jordan was using it. When he turned into Parallax, you can see the when he sacrificed himself. It's like, in brightest day, in darkest night. Okay. Oh. <laughs> in, to be, well, to be fair, it is actually more... Accurate to yeah, say it makes more sense darkest to say darkest night, night in contrast to brightest day as opposed to brightest day blackest night. Yeah, unless yeah. you said whitest day, but then yeah. that kind of doesn't really True. evoke. Preparing ever since because it was like that, then all of a sudden, boom, it changed mm-hmm. almost overnight. Yeah, but then like Jeff Johns did change a whole lot of uh, the Green Lantern like mythology overnight yeah. anyway. Uh, yeah, with like yeah, rebirth the, and everything. Not only that, the the Lantern War. Yeah, the, the like black, all of blackest sudden, night. <laughs> like all of a sudden, ooh, we have like orange lanterns now. Yeah, mm. basically we got Indigo. the whole spectrum. Yay! Yeah, the, the <laughs> emotional I can't even spectrum. Apart anymore. Yeah, apparently, what the heck is different from blue? Isn't indigo like a shade of blue? Uh, I thought it was purple. <laughs> oh, but did <laughs> the change? Can say the changes from like blue to indigo to violet. Yeah, yeah, so it's somewhere in between, right? But then, mm. like, they weren't really, they, they were pretty much called the Star Sapphires, though. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like the Indigo Lantern Corps. No, they were known as the Star Sapphires to themselves. Okay, but then and to of everybody course, else. The enemies, but everybody, when, after they changed the Star Sapphire from a crystal into a ring, they yeah. became more known as the, the Violet Lanterns. Okay. <laughs> then there the was Violet the Lantern. aliens, the other shade of blue. Ah, yeah, the, the, the Indigo, uh, the, the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the blue lanterns were pretty awesome, though. Like, um, so yeah, the blue lan- no, the blue lanterns were uh, what do you call it? They were. The, I would like to call them the impotent lanterns. What? But then they're so bad. They're like the ultimate assist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they magnify the power of everybody else, right? No, they only magnify green lanterns. The yellow lanterns actually their powers go down. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. As for uh, but the Green Lanterns, just still, it, they're not, they're not. I can't really call them the ultimate assist because there's a limit to how much they can assist. Right. right. Because <laughs> the rings are actually, uh, Green Lantern rings are actually capable of exploding because of the sheer amount of power fed into them. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. Then, they, then you have those uh, lantern members with multiple lanterns. Ah, uh, yeah. The, <laughs> the combo the, lanterns. The. the <laughs> Mga balimbing or the shifting lanterns. Uh, it start that started with Hal Jordan. As I usual, it always started with Hal Jordan. Red. No, no, no. Uh, he started out with green, uh, yeah, green and blue, and then uh, the blue disappeared. Now he, the only way he could get the power up, he had to somehow steal the orange lantern. Mm. So yeah. at first it was like that, but then Kyle Rayner came in and had to have every color in the spectrum, and he became the White Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but again, of course, Hal Jordan, Hal Jordan had to trump that by becoming the only sentient Black Lantern. Yes, by like <laughs> totally dying. <laughs> <laughs> How do we do this? By jumping and hitting my head on a cliff. <laughs> hey, so who is, totally who is your favorite Green Lantern? Uh, I've always been a Guy Gardner fan. You Red Lantern, you? No, no. It's, he's a no. I mean, if you watch, if you read uh, Rebirth, remember, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they explained the different uh, willpower potentials of each lantern. Right. right. They said that uh, Kyle Rainier was the artist; everything has to be perfect. John Stewart was the architect, so it has to be 
um, the structure has to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, it, it, Hal Jordan, where he gets everything done when they need to be. Kilowog, where it has a, it's the only one that actually has a sound. And oh, we're going Gar- all the way to Kilowog. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was mentioned. Just but then through the entire Lantern Corps. Right, so yeah. what does Mogo think? <laughs> oh, Mogo's big. <laughs> and then Sheesh. here we come. Uh, here comes G- uh, Guy Gardner, where they simply say. He has an overly excessive amount of flowing willpower, and he doesn't. He, all he needs is common sense, as much as what's left of it. That's why he's the perfect Red Lantern. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he'd be angry, <laughs> and yeah, it, it stuck to him to the point where he still has his Red Lantern powers every once in a while. Mm. Yeah, but even like Batman has is capable of controlling multiple lanterns. Well, well not really, different colored lanterns. But then Batman is totally imbalanced, right? Like that's, <laughs> yeah. that's like Batman's superpower. No, know? Batman's always <laughs> been imbalanced. Actually, I have this I had I re, right now it's still ongoing a debate with Fiel. Okay. Oh, my friends, uh, he's uh, my best friend. He's got uh he's like the ultimate fanboy for Hal Jordan. And I'm and I'm like a fan of Batman. And Kyle Rayner for the win. Yeah, hey. and I only have, I only have one comment there when it comes to that. It's like he's like, oh, Hal Jordan can beat Batman any day of the week. And I'm like, there's just one. The first time the the new Fifty Two came out, the first thing Batman did was steal Hal Jordan's ring from right off his finger. No. <laughs> well, no, the first thing Batman did in the new Fifty Two was take out a bunch of owls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not the owls. Oh man, wait! Reference. That was that was actually a really good reference. Like that's why I love Scott Snyder so much as a writer. Like, oh, it's Owlman, like like this obscure Earth Two character, you know? Owlman, Owlman. No, he's not an Earth Two character. Earth 2. He was the uh, parallel Earth character, wherein he's the uh, opposite of Batman. Yeah, the Earth Two character that was Batman was um, Batman, right? Was still Batman. Batman. I mean, look, Superman got Superman changed. He became an old man. Earth, Earth one, Earth two. Batman never changed. Yeah, it's just Batman. It's always, even Batman's in, uh, Batman. Red Sun, Batman was still Batman, just Russian. Yeah, but 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 he had far lesser money then. I mean, if you look, you saw his batarang. It was made of pieces of metal cobbled together. It even had a screw for weights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. So now we're talking about Batman. <laughs> it, I think pretty much every topic we'll, we have will shift to how ba- awesome Batman is. So it's like yeah, all roads lead to Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure, sure. Yeah. <sighs> God, but like their favorite Batman is Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. Why? Why Dick Grayson of all? Dick Grayson's the... your favorite Batman. Yeah, Dick Grayson is my favorite Batman. Why? Like after Batman got blasted into the past, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was right. Batman and Robin with Dick a, Grayson it, and Damian Wayne. The battle for the cowl. Yeah, they had to like find out which one was gonna get it. And of all people, I really did not expect Dick as Dick much. Grayson, right? Yeah, like he's the he's the, the detective, right? And the reason I love Dick Grayson so much is that he's the or as as Batman is because he's the um, exact opposite of Bruce Wayne. Yeah, right. Like, like they both they both suffered tragedies with their parents. Like, um, like Joe Chill wasn't mm. this grand master plan or whatever. Um, it was just like a random killing. Mm. Uh, like the the parents of Dick Grayson um, wasn't it wasn't part of some grand supervillain master plan either, right? It was like the mob. Right. No, yeah. no, it was no, it was totally two faced. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like like it, you know, the the their deaths, the, the the deaths of the parents of Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne were, um, for all intents and purposes, uh, meaningless. Mm. But the way, so so there's a parallel there. But the way they coped with it is absolutely different, mm. right? The way Bruce coped with it was he became like this little emo kid, mm. and did the whole Batman blah, 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 thing. Yeah. Whereas Dick Grayson was a lot more positive about it. Like, yeah, take uh, this to better myself as a person. He actually you know? uh, that it was actually pretty obvious during the first couple of a uh, couple of issues. Well, while he, while he was already Batman, because Dick Grayson always had this attitude where he'd love to talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he and makes jokes. as Batman was like, "Are you really Batman?" <laughs> Even Commissioner Gordon was like, hmm, "There's something different." <laughs> this is there my thing a, now. <laughs> there was that one scene where um where like. He, uh, Commissioner Gordon is talking to uh, Batman. Right. Well, Dick Grayson is Batman, right? Turns around and then turns back around and is surprised to see Batman still there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm just used to you not being here by now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, one thing amazing about Batman, I'm sorry to say, is that the fact that he can do the, pull that trick 
on Superman. What, like the, the whole disappearing ninja act. thing? Yeah. And even Superman, if you read even the Elseworld comics, um, the one where in uh, he's already at the crypt old man, and he was it's uh, Kingdom Come. Mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then uh, he was supposed to meet up with Wonder Woman and uh, Superman inside the Kryptonite Cafe. Yeah. Uh, the Krypton Cafe, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And uh, the thing is, he doesn't know. Um, Wonder Woman and uh, and Superman were talking. Like, where where is he? He's like, and then he suddenly pops out and says, "Oh!" And Superman was like, "How did he do that to me?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, Batman! Yeah, Batman. Batman. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did a debut. <laughs> so we're we're uh, this is pretty DC centric. Yeah. yeah. So let's shift a bit Marvel. Hmm. Racism in Marvel. <laughs> oh dear God. Well not not racism in Marvel, but, but, but like there was this um there was this interesting thing about race in comics. Yeah. Like uh can you can you just switch the race of any old comic book character willy nilly? And um yeah, yeah that's a that, that was it a was, question that was brought up. It was brought up and the worst part was it was uh Sorry, we're we're actually gonna go back to DC on this. Okay. <laughs> when they actually changed a lot of the characters in your New Fifty Two. Okay. And yeah, a lot, yeah, of, yeah. a number of them were either sex or race. Hmm. So, uh, for example, Alan, yeah, yeah. Alan Scott. The Alan first Scott is gay. gay. Then uh, um, I I think the what they did is Kid Flash is now uh and now uh I he's, think he's like African American or something, right? Like he, I'm not sure if I'm African American or span or uh, Hispanic. Hispanic. I'm not so sure, but huh, okay. Uh, who's Wally Wally West? Yeah, Wally, Wally I, West. Yeah, I think no, he's. You're right. He's uh, yeah. He's Wally West African is now black. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like is is that proper? Uh, well, again, it's uh, it's writer's freedom. They they can do yeah. whatever they want. Of course, the fans may not. It all depends not on the fans. <laughs> yeah, it's like Wally's Wally's black. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> it's not as big as a, a controversy as uh, Donald Glover as Spider Man, I guess. <laughs> Hey man, he could have been um, he could have totally been Miles Morales <laughs> from uh, what's it, the Ultimate Universe? Yeah, because but, like, well, I think it was even Stan Lee that said um, the only reason that Peter Parker is white is because that was like the default when uh, they were coming up with Spider Man. But for all intents and purposes, Spider Man should be a black character, right? Like, mm. uh, grew up with a hard life, like rise above whatever. That's, mm. It's like the ultimate. You know, it would have been. Story fits uh, so well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, they would have placed him in the Bronx, not the suburbs. Donald Glover, yeah. Emma, Emma. <laughs> but then, but then, what's it? Um, he could have totally been Miles Morales. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Ultimate Fifty Two. But then, but the, the the thing is, uh, the thing is, like the the answer that um that we're able that I was able to come up with, and uh, also sort of on another like comic book podcast. It was like it, it depends on the character. Mm. Like there is there is absolutely no way that you're gonna make Captain America black. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you've been up, you haven't been up to date. <laughs> no, they, they, they do that, but it's like yeah, like yeah. like if you um if, if you cast somebody like Samuel L. Jackson to play an old Steve Rogers, that's gonna be no no, no like no. like Steve Rogers must be white because of what um Captain America represents, right? Mm. He's like the perfect Aryan mm. punching out Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Uh, Brown hair, blue eyes, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like it's 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 weird to think about like how um, how Captain America is just so white, <laughs> and <laughs> for and freedom, a, for justice, and white people. <laughs> but as as a function of his as a function of his character, like he has to be white in order for him to be him. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. Around, surround, he's surrounded by people who actually changed races. I mean, Nick Fury for one. I mean, he used to be white. Well, that's uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's that. That was retconned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the thing is, it was retconned, and he's actually the son. You know? Yeah. So it, it in the end, it was it it was it's not really as important. I think characters when they're extremely iconic, you can't really afford to change the races because they're known as that already. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Alan Scott was famous, but he wasn't as famous as say Hal Jordan. You can't. You can't change how Jordan sex all of a sudden. Um, sexual preferences. Jordana. <laughs> Jordana. And then, uh, I, w- although, yeah, Wally was no, is one of the more iconic, it's always been Barry that was the iconic uh, Flash. To the point where they actually had yeah. to bring him back now during Flash Rebirth. Yeah. So that only means that I guess they could, they're willing to take these little risks as long as they're not an extremely too risk. significant. Not too mm. significant. Yeah, it was because comic books are... Um, Comic books 
as a medium of storytelling mm. is perpetually in the second act. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like you have a beginning and like a middle. It's and, always and, the middle. And weirdly enough, all the beginnings happen somewhere in the middle. So it's like, okay, we're going to give you the origin story of Batman. And it's, uh. <laughs> yeah, it's like flashbacks and yeah. stuff. But yeah, it's, it's, it's weird though, because like comic books is a storytelling medium or in a, in, in a, in a perpetual state of second act, mm. you know, which is, uh, I, I like, I, I don't know if I like yeah. it or not, you know. <laughs> and the sad part is if they try to make a finality, it's never a final. It's never usually a final anymore. Because, for example, uh, when they end the character's life. Oh, wait, by the way, oh. we're going to be spoiling a lot, a lot of stuff. Of we're things. going to be spoiling a lot of stuff. It's even, about like 20 minutes a little too late, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even even like the more recent stuff we're going to spoil, right? Yeah. Like like our our thing about TV shows earlier, that was like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, be warned. Uh, be warned. Uh, <laughs> cover your ears. Spoiling. Uh, and yeah, read the comics. If you can't read, if you can't buy them, you know, there are people who are willing to give lend it to you, you for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are going to lend you the comic book, man. You know, like um, because a lot of comic books now, like they come with uh, they come with a digital copy as well. Like if you buy, um, like you know, like in in, in the US, right? Comic books are usually three ninety nine, uh-huh. right? But then if you pay an extra buck, you get that digital digital copy. copy so yeah, you know your buddy can lend you three the digital letters, copy, whatever. CBR. <laughs> well, yeah, fine. But then you know, we have good comic shops here. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, pretty much it's always been um, what you call it the. Uh, the one starts with books, a, right? starts, no starts with a G. Uh, uh, Gibraltar. I, 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 <laughs> it's just me. It's basically Phil bars. No, uh, Phil bars. I'm sorry. Yeah, Phil bars. Phil I'm bars. Sorry about that. Phil bars has always been <laughs> always been the go to comic place, I guess. For yeah. you know, there's some un- some more unknown ones, but uh, it's always been Phil bars mm. because they're someone all- in fully booked now. Though they're they're pretty up to date. Yeah, actually, like the, on the top floor. Yeah, right? but the fully booked and uh, big book stores like that are mostly that you're going for the. Uh, for the no, yeah, for the yeah, like no, for the, for the, for the, the compilations, trades, right? yeah, yeah, for yeah. the trades. But then this, they they recently, or it was last year, yeah. uh, what was the name of the the comic book shop? They they opened in, um, they opened on the top floor of Fully Booked. Ooh. So yeah, like, you, can, there, you can get them, mm. you, you can get up to date comics. Oh, like that? they come out on Thursdays and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah ah, they, the, they know the one, the one in uh, the one in Green Hills, I think, has uh, something similar. Where they have comics on top, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. it's also, if I'm not mistaken, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's also Phil Bars. Uh, I'm not sure. Because it, it's not, it's not Phil Bars. It's not Phil Bars. Well, anyway, uh, yeah. So we're gonna be spoiling the more recent stuff. Robin is coming back, and it's gonna be Damian Wayne. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nightwing is Batman. It was Peter J. Tomasi, I think, that like outright said it. Like, yeah, Damian Wayne is gonna be resurrected quote unquote because like he, he died, well, yeah. it's he died? One th- there's one thing I never yeah, I, I he was killed by like Razal Ghul killed quote unquote yeah basically Ooh, when it comes uh, to yeah. comics or one thing I learned comic. people never stay dead for long with the exception of the Waynes Gwen Stacy um, no, the, even Gwen Stacy wasn't dead for long after a while she was like cloned and she, yeah uh, but then you know what I mean yeah, yeah. it's like it's like yeah, yeah but then there are like some characters that just can't come back to life right mm-hmm. like the Waynes Hmm. Um, this is of course not counting Flashpoint that was like the best tie-in right like the, yeah. the Batman of the Flashpoint universe yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. Uh, so you have the, the, the Waynes you have Uncle Ben mm. yeah. uh, you have the Parkers mm. the Parkers are never coming back they, mm. they tried but then they were clones <laughs> or robots yeah. or something um, they never if ever, they, if ever they're back they're back for a short period of time yeah yeah it's that like, uh, can back. yeah like for example House of M uh, basically Spider-Man they never lost his uncle yeah, uh, yeah he got yeah. married to Gwen they were they were alive but of course it wasn't uh, it was already established it was a parallel universe created by something or something like that mm. who, else, who else is dead? Uh, no currently Jean Grey I mean, not not yeah. Well, so is so is Professor X and and Wolverine, but we we know that they're going to be coming back sooner or later. Yeah, <laughs> you can't kill off such a huge property. No, the worst part is when it comes to Jean Grey. She's like the epitome of mass uh, of multiple resurrections. Yeah, well, she is a phoenix. <laughs> well, so is um. No, she's not. She was a phoenix. She's not the phoenix. It's no, an entity. She was, found in, like, she, she was found in like a clam underwater, right? Like, <laughs> the phoenix just used her like appearance or something. Yeah, I mean. Well, uh, what's it, Professor X as well? Like he, he's he he is also you know Dead. die and come back a number of times. Yeah? And uh, like even in the movies, he died and came back. He yeah. just keeps possessing. <laughs> a different Actually, that body. was never really explained, no. Yeah, well, you know, it's, a lot of stuff in comics really isn't explained. Yeah. How did um, um, apart from apart from the blanket term, the new fifty two, mm-hmm. right? How <laughs> how did Barbara Gordon go back to being Batgirl from being Oracle? Right, like it really uh, isn't explained other yeah, than the explained. new fifty two. 
So like, no. Basically, <laughs> the only thing that we mentioned was she healed from her injury from so her spinal surgery injury. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so like, it Professor X just sort of came back to life. But kind of <laughs> at least this one has an explanation. Professor X returns, come, leaves, and returns and comes back with different lower bodies. I think because at times like I can't walk. Wait, I can walk now. Wait, I can't walk. <laughs> But like it's that, the same like that show lost. Yeah, same exact. Uh, it just changed. It's like his twin brother or something, right? Like, <laughs> Whoa, that's a lot clones. of twin brothers. That's like quadruplets in it. <laughs> One of these clones. The clone saga. <laughs> Mm. That would actually make sense considering the fact that they were they're all psychically linked. Well, all the um, Xavier, <laughs> Xavier. That's his last name, right? Yeah, yeah. Xavier. Charles. Yeah, Charles, Charles Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. Okay. What's his first name? Like, professor. <laughs> <laughs> What's his last name? X. <laughs> it's gotta be like one of the worst um, code names ever. It's like Professor X. Okay, how many professors start with an X, and we'll work, from, work down from there. <laughs> Uh, who else is dead? <laughs> who else is dead? Uh, I'm thinking about it, right? The cans are dead. The cans are the ca- oh, the cans are dead. Even uh, Mama Ken. Well, is his dad? Like, I think they're dead. No, the father is the. I yeah, the father is the the wife isn't. I think. Uh, are, they, are we basing it on the new Superman? I don't know. Or? Sorry, I'm, again, I'm a bit. But I I kind of stopped wa- reading much of the fifty two after well <laughs> the new fifty two. So yeah. yeah. Uh, Oh man, I haven't been reading Superman. <laughs> Neither have I. Like I don't think, but yeah, I, I don't think so though. I don't think. Ah, so. here's one thing that annoys me the most: when they overpower characters Ooh. after a particular time period. I mean, for you example, mean like Batman, dude. No, Bat- <laughs> Batman is Batman Captain Universe, Spider-Man, no, like Superman. You mean like Batman? <laughs> <laughs> a Superman during the Infinite Crisis, he lost his powers while uh, after fighting Superboy Prime. Right. So what happened was. He suddenly had uh, they tried everything because he went through a red sun. He could, mm. They tried everything to heal it back. Apparently, he doesn't want to go back. Then finally, when it came back, now he could like process things at an inordinate amounts. He's so fat. His mind is as fast as his body to the point that he was like, "Okay, uh, Batman tested it out. Can I? Or I need you to find out what's wrong with this guy's brain. So what is? Okay, here, here's a rough sketch." So you call an MRI quality uh, drawing as a sketch. <laughs> well, yeah, the Superman is pretty imbalanced as well. Yeah, but they they kind of nerfed him um, for the new Fifty Two. Like he's he's back to like normal Superman. <laughs> the the person that they buffed was the Flash. Really? In what way could you buff the Flash? Actually, you'd be surprised after the recent explanations of the spe- of the Speed Force. Flash is actually imbalanced. Yeah, dude, he, he, he travels back in time and stuff. Like, <laughs> no, uh, there, I, there's just one. I'm not sure if it's here. Uh, give me a minute, uh, but continue on. Like while, while Dave does his research <laughs> <laughs> live. The, the thing about um, the thing about the Flash that uh, who, who was who was writing the Flash? Uh, Brian Bucciolato and Francis Manapol. Uh-huh. Uh, Francis Manapol, Filipino, Filipino Canadian artist. One of the best. Um, one of the best. Like artists um, writing for or working on DC books now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what they did was they gave him like super fast brain stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. So um, now he's also super smart. No, uh, it was already explained. Not super smart, but like he can see yeah, it every was a possible c- outcome because his brain works as fast as his metabolism because speed force. No, uh, right now the yeah, I, I, I thought that he the just current, ran into the other. The current uh, <laughs> the current thing about Flash is he can uh, he basically perceives things at less than an attosecond. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. basically, an attosecond the the. Amongst normal human beings and amongst the machines we have right now, right. the f- shortest amount of time that can be perceived is less is twelve attoseconds, and uh, basically, if you the translation is speed of light within a second is it goes around the world in one second. It's more than more than enough times. Okay, yeah, within right. an atto within an attosecond, uh, it just has enough time for, to reach from one molecule to the next molecule. Right, and he said less than an attosecond. So <laughs> you know. It's the Flash. That's Barry Allen. Barry Allen, because mm. he, it was shown in the Rebirth that he was actually the source of the Speed Force. Yeah. So yeah, he is. So he just kind of bequeathed. The his weird power. part was he actually went back in time, and he was the lightning bolt that hit himself. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> that's so weird. He was the lightning <laughs> bolt that hit himself. Yeah. Um. But what's it? Uh. uh <laughs> there's there's another like, person that has to stay dead. Um. His mom <laughs> has to stay dead. Yeah. Because if his mom like doesn't die. Then yeah. you know, but at least they explained <laughs> his mom's death in a way. 
It was Zo- Professor Zoom's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Um, the Reverse Flash. Huh? The, the the reverse flash had yeah. like a lot to do with yeah with uh, with, with, uh, with with flashpoint <laughs> yeah because he was actually capable of creating his own flash uh, his own uh, speed force the the negative speed force yeah yeah on the opposite side of things like what about uh, the people who can't absolutely die like I can say for Spider Man there's Professor Aunt May <laughs> no Aunt May yeah was, Aunt May Aunt, but then that's true though yeah Aunt, Aunt it was actually. Uh, Oh my god! I hate this comic. One more day. <laughs> I hate this comic so Is much. Is this the one where she died? She got shot. Yeah, and she, what happened was they sacrificed. Basically, okay. So do we kill Aunt May and uh, let this the is story the actually progress into something awesome? This is a joke. Asada comic. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a joke. Yeah, Asada, it's a joke. Asada. Oh my god, I hate do we comic. let him, <laughs> do we let uh, Aunt May die and make and give him more tragedy, tragedy and make him a more awesome character, or, or do we just destroy years of continuity by making? Peter Parker and Mary Jane not never have been married. Well, the the thing that <laughs> if you heard laughter in the background, that's Miko from Third World Gaming. <laughs> uh, what's it? The but but then um, part of me though really likes it when um, when when status quos are uh, shaken sh- shaken shaken. Yeah, when 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 you abs- when you uproot the status quo like that. Um, so say like. All of a sudden, Peter Parker and uh, Mary Jane are no longer married. So that 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 is a potentially a potentially interesting story that you can sort of yeah, go explore, down. Right? Like, yeah. yeah, it's easier to explore a life with uh, a Spider-Man without Mary Jane than a Spider-Man without Aunt May, I guess. But but there's there are problems when it comes to that. If you change the storyline to an extreme degree like that, for example, the New Fifty Two. Again, I'm sorry, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit hating on this. But, but the yeah. thing about the new, I'll, I'll defend the new Fifty Two. Anyway, right. just go on. Uh, we're in uh, apparently <laughs> see Superman's right now, and the Wonder Woman have the hearts for each other, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, who did uh, what happened to Batman? Did he go for Catwoman? No, she went for Lois Lane. <laughs> Batman went for Lois Lane. Yeah. But then there was what? a point. There, there was a point in. Uh, it was the first episode. Uh, no, episode. Sorry, it was the first issue of uh, Catwoman. The the book the the first issue of Catwoman the New 52 ends with the the most ridiculous scene I have ever seen in like modern comics which is well no not most ridiculous but uh, a pretty funny scene where um it's it is Batman and Catwoman mm-hmm. like going at it right note I didn't say Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle spoilers ooh. because like ooh secret identity yeah <laughs> <laughs> They 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 weren't they, they were going at it but like with their masks on uh. and everything else off like that was retarded. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, like it's, again, it's still there. It's still again, there, secret identity. <laughs> we both know who who each other is. Let's just keep the masks on. No, 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 secret it's identity. Dude, it's more like I don't know who you are, but I want to do things with you. Getting <laughs> some strange. Yeah. Oh, speaking of strange. <laughs> The yeah, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really follow Doctor Strange. Uh, well, Doctor Strange is. See, I'm, I'm more. I'm more DC than I am Marvel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> Doctor Strange movies is it's coming part, out. Yeah. Right? yeah. I'm actually kind of interested in what they're gonna do with them because, uh, like, I, I don't know much about Doctor Strange except the fact he's supposed to be the most powerful mystic in the Marvel universe. Didn't yeah, he go yeah, to yeah. the Himalayas after? Um, spotched surgery to Doctor Strange is Batman. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll that explain how because, because like his, his hands are like out of commission or something. So like, no, there was one point that his hands were out of commission. What happened? He basically placed like morning stars connected onto both hands. Yeah, because he, he was like a brilliant surgeon or something. Like, yeah, he's yeah a, he was. He's, he's yeah. a he's, he's a doctor surgeon a guy. He is an MD doctor actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is um. Because we all like came from the academe, pretty much. Mm. Like whenever we hear the word doctor, we yeah. don't necessarily PhD? think of MDs straight yeah, away. Yeah, we have the like, PhD doctor. PhD, hmm. <laughs> doctor of the occult. Oh, that's a PhD. Yeah, we're yeah. like um. His name is actually strange, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Stephen Strange, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a point of contention. I remember in Big Bang Theory, why, uh, basically, uh, Stanley named all his characters with a. 
with a with first, an alliteration. Yeah, basically the first the first letter of every name. Is yeah, Peter also Parker, Peter Parker, uh, Stephen, Stephen Strange, Strange. Jo- uh, Jonah J- 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 James, James Jameson. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Reed Richards. <laughs> why though? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why? That was the argument. No, no, no. It's just it. It was never explained. He just wanted it that way. <laughs> well, that is that. That is Stan Lee's mo. He's like, <laughs> I do what I want. Susan Storm. Uh, then then Ben Grimm appears and whoa. <laughs> ben Brim. Gen Grimm. <laughs> oh man. What else? What else have you been? Uh, what 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 are you caught up on? Recently, yeah. Actually, uh, I've been. Uh, if there's one comic series that I'm still up to date with, it's Injustice: Gods Among Us. Oh, the series wow. is beautiful. Uh, I've, I've, wow, that's so tell us about it. Well, if uh, have you heard of the game? Uh, kind of, yes. Well, it's, it's like the, I saw it's it on the App Store. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, okay. The the comic basically is the the universe that it exists in, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's a it's a uh, prologue to the actual game itself right uh-huh. so it starts out with okay I'm, I'm gonna spoil we're uh, totally gonna spoil the death of Lewis Lane yeah uh, basically Lewis <laughs> Lewis Lewis, Lewis. <laughs> anyway uh, the whole point is uh, what happens if Superman became uh, dictator insane, for life an man. insane tyrant yeah and uh, it was shown that apparently bad really, really bad shit <laughs> yeah did you end up with like a uh, you know, and of course, who is there to the only person capable of stopping him? Batman. Lex Luthor. No, Lex, Lex Luthor in his cool suit thingy, <laughs> and Batman being no, Batman the beating the resistance. In that, <laughs> that storyline, Lex Luthor was Superman's friend. Oh, really? Yeah, they were <laughs> friends. Then it it turned out that he was actually betraying Superman by helping Batman. So exactly. Batman. So <laughs> yeah, but look what happened when they fought. Uh, basically, well, yeah, fine point. Yeah, <laughs> Superman just beat the living crap out. Of we got a good video game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, the storyline is actually really nice for the prologue. It 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 puts everything in its place as to why even the new characters are coming in. It explains what the why they were useful and they were actually there in the prologue. Mm. Hmm. So yeah, uh, Batman, for example, apparently uh, had a Bane moment with Superman. Pain moment. Yeah, basically his back was snapped. <laughs> Superman snapped Batman, Batman's back. Yeah, again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he'll fix it in you know a montage or something. <laughs> no, they, he fixed. He's basically he has no choice but to go through old school, where he has to go to therapy and shit. <clears throat> and the only way to do it is in Doctor Fate's tower. Mm. It's the only place safe enough. <laughs> And uh, and the storyline also revolves around the char- the other characters who are within the game. Mm, so, for yeah, example, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the game, why is Black Canary not there? It was explained here. Okay, right. uh, because Black Canary would sp- which supposedly is would be the most important person to play because uh, Green Arrow was killed by Superman. Mm. So, so instead, uh, Green Arrow was the one who got the super pill prototype from Superman's uh, uh, Fortress of Solitude, so that Batman can synthesize it. So yeah. he he was the first kill the actual kill besides the Joker, so mm. that is the one that actually turned him insane because it drew the line. Okay, killing bad guys, it's okay, I guess. But then he killed the teammate. Mm. Mm. That's when all crazy stuff, and it even gets worse later on, where he dons a yellow lantern ring. <laughs> Imagine Superman. With it was explained there lantern. with a yellow lantern ring, powered by the fear of a, of a six billion people. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. Like, that absolutely makes sense. Too bad Sinestro is dead. No, he's yeah. dead. Oh, no, I'm talking about... Uh, <laughs> uh, no, he's not. In, uh, People in who don't stay dead. In the new 52? Uh, like, he was briefly gone. No, no, no. no <laughs> after just... after the after Jeff John's run. Like, he was uh, briefly gone and then, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last one I read was when he became the bookkeeper. Mm. Unofficially. Unofficially. <laughs> Unofficially. Spoiler. He did not even say that it was him. <laughs> yep. Oh, well. <sighs> All right. So, so, so that's what you've been up. No, that, that's that, that's what you've been keeping up with. Yeah. Just injustice. Injustice. Because honestly, after New Fifty Two, I was like, <laughs> come on. Hey, man. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends. Like, like with the what New Fifty Two, it? it depends. Uh, like, what's it is really good. Batman. I'm saying. Oh. Like, you know, as, as much as um, as much as I am not liking um, Batman in his. Uh, current, like, 
Like the way everybody sees Batman now is like the God damn Batman, so cool. Sort of me. Yeah. Like I really hate that. <laughs> like I, I love the idea of, um, I love the idea of like mm. Batman being the sort of anti-hero and not like the savior of the universe. Mm. You know, <laughs> sort sort of like um, yeah. Like I, I, I as, as much as I don't like that idea. Um, the the Batman title is really good now. Mm. Uh, with who's who's it's it's Scott Snyder mm. and Greg Capullo. Good like, people, good really people. good. Uh, Batman's always been known as an anti-hero. So, how, what change would you say is a big significance from how he is in the older comics? I I have no idea. Like that's that that's um I think it's just a reflection of society, right? Because like you have um you have right so you have you have the big three. Really, it should be the big four. Should include green, <laughs> should include the Green Lantern. No, Aquaman, dude. <laughs> Aquaman, the big five. Well, fine. Justice League, the Pantheon. Yeah. Um, but then the it's, entire universe. Like, like the way we um, the way we as a society view Batman now mm. is the way that societies past held Superman. Mm. Like we put Batman on a pedestal. Yep. When we shouldn't be putting Batman on a pedestal. Because that defeats the purpose of Batman being the everyman that has risen above, like, adversity. Yeah. Right? So, like, I find it weird that we put Batman on a pedestal as a society. Well, it's probably because every, I would say, every depiction I've seen of Batman always allows him to beat anything in his path. While, for example, Superman needs help. Batman, of course, occasionally needs help. But the thing is, he's always been shown as being capable of almost anything. Well, that's because he's got preparation and force of will. <laughs> that's Batman's superpower. That's, that's Batman's, Batman's superpower. Batman's superpower is preparation and force of yeah. will. That's why I still... Um, the foresight of the writer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why when I saw that death battle thing where... In where, where he... Um, yeah, Screw Attack's death battle where Batman lost to Spider-Man. Yeah, that was... That, that was with, because they had one rule. Zero preparation. Yeah, that's... That's 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 a lie. That's totally a lie. He's never unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> If he goes to a city, he's always prepared. He went to Superman City for a friendly visit. He still had the kryptonite ring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about something, but I totally forgot what I was going to talk about. <laughs> sort of Batman related might have been. <laughs> or was it Superman related? <laughs> but, you know, we've gone through, uh, I guess, as far as superhero evolutions have gone, you can see like Wonder Woman's evolution from classic Wonder Woman with a invisible jet and you know typewriter secretary type role in the Justice League to badass. There, badass. there was there was a period of time there though where she was Kung Fu Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jive Wonder Woman. But now she's with just, a white pantsuit. But like, now she's just teen angst Wait, that Wonder a, Woman. In a way, yeah. I haven't been um, not sure. It's it's um, it's weird, right? Because uh. Because there, it feels like there are two Wonder Womans in in current continuity, right? You have um, you have the Wonder Woman of the Wonder Woman title, yeah. and then there is the Wonder Woman in the Justice League. Mm. It feel they they feel like two very different characters. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird. <laughs> I I really don't get it. <laughs> I followed the Wonder Woman comics before, uh, before in uh, Infinite Crisis. It wasn't bad. Huh? It, was, it made her a badass, an extremely feminist badass, but a badass nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. So, feminism in comics. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> well, women in comics are pretty underrepresented. That's that's it. And it's whenever they're drawn, they're all drawn with you know. Yeah, they're all drawn a little more endowed than they should C- be. Case in and uh, case in point. <laughs> case in point. Bigger biceps. The, the ultimate, I uh, know, is Power Girl. Because not only does she have the so-called biggest uh, biggest buns in the business, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her costume is absurd because it still has that opening. In yeah, that like one. right in the middle. Yeah, the cleavage, like the cleavage window. Window. And secondly, right it's there. been heavily established that she is a feminist. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 there's like some sort of cognitive disconnect there. <laughs> Unless all men yeah. look like Aquaman. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, um, I think it's a problem that's uh, not only that, that doesn't only plague like women in comics, but is something about comic books in general, where there is the hypersexualization of um, human beings mm. in comic books. Like you have the ultra muscular, perfectly square jawed Bruce Wayne. Oh yeah. And you have Power Girl as you know. 
So like also every now and then muscular get... and square jaw. <laughs> but then, but then with like a, a tremendous rack, you know, like it's yeah, it's it's um, problematic. I think like mm. in, in comics, you know. Uh, I would say when it comes to yeah, for example, racism, feminism, uh, pretty much any controversial thing, they always try to input it. Uh, Marvel's a little more, a bit more. How should we this uh, in your face about it? <laughs> Actually, weirdly enough, weirdly enough, they they try to be in your face, but end up very very uh, discreet. For example, the idea of mutants. Oh yeah, it's being an analog. Yes, for I know. So they end up being really discreet. While in the in uh, in DC, the problem is they're too. Uh, it's too obvious. Like for example, New Fifty Two. Alan Scott. Boom! Alan, Alan Scott, Scott is gay. It's like. Wait, wait, the wait, Rainbow uh, Lantern. Yeah, and, yeah. For example, the Green Lanterns. Uh, now, uh, before Geoff John's run end, ended, it was like, oh, we have a Hispanic Green Lantern now. Yay! Well, yeah. <laughs> but what's it was also so pretty cool. in your face about it though. Um, what was it? There was a, what was the most recent Marvel wedding? It was a, it was a gay wedding, um, and they made a big deal out of it as well. Which one? Uh, uh, it, it was it was in the X one of the X Men books. If uh, it were if it were one of the X Men, would it be this? Uh, Colossus, I know Colossus. <laughs> no, 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 not Colossus. No, no. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, North Star. Yeah, North Star. Uh, there, there we go. Like they, they made a big deal out of it. Um, like uh, Marvel can also be pretty stunty as far yeah. as as far as these issues go. Interesting, you know, Miles Morales as Spider Man. Yeah, Miles it's a little Morales. too much. You know, well, no, it's not. Dude. He's, he's well, half black, dude, half it's, it's the ultimate he's universe. Already, he's also gay. It, he's he's gay. Yeah. Okay. But it's like the ultimate universe, though. Like it's it's sort of like anything that comes out of the ultimate universe, I can give like a free pass to. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate the ultimate universe has always been crazy. Ass like you can just do whatever you want, dude. You know? I mean, <laughs> of course you can do like gay and whatnot, but incest. Well, yeah, fine. Okay. All right, all right. Fine. Yeah. Fine. We, we got to draw there's, the line somewhere. There's some yeah. things we don't ever condone. Pietro Scarlet Witch. Yep. Yeah, Pietro Scarlet Witch. We, 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 we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me wonder, considering the fact that the uh, that Marvel right now, initially, the was Samuel L. Jackson, which is the ultimate universe. Uh, I know, and the storyline is based on an ultimate universe, I know. Yeah. And here yeah. comes... Wanda and it's actually like I, I want to see how they're going to justify having two Scarlet Witches and two Quicksilvers in the movies. No, it was already mentioned that there there's no mention of mutants anywhere. Yeah, that yeah. Means they, they contractually they they can't. Fair enough. It's just highly coincidental. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're on parallel universes. Ah, yeah. this again. Scarlet Witch is really like imbalanced as well. Yeah. Oh my god. Actually her ori- her initial abilities were not so bad. It's the manipulating probability field. So yeah, yeah, what yeah. are the chances of this piece of rock falling on your head instead of, you know, 200 miles away? And uh but now it's more of the level of like I can do whatever. What re- of reality bending? Yeah. And initially there's only one mutant capable of doing that. Eh? That was See Frank, Franklin Richards. Airbender. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the son of Reed, Reed Richards, Richards yeah. and Sue Storm. Storm. Spoilers. So no, well, not really because <laughs> he's been there for a long time. Yeah, he's been there for a while. For like 15, 20 years now. Yeah. So, in it, it's kind of weird that somehow now Scarlet, which is so uh, omnipotent, to the point where she can literally change the whole reality. Yeah. Wherein she's now a quote unquote. Powerless looking individual And Magneto's the king of the world Is this House of M? House of M House yeah, of right. M And she's like No more mutants ah. <laughs> Oops There are like 300 of us left <laughs> ah. There was ah. an asterisk <laughs> Oh man It was good though Like House of M I, I enjoyed House of it M was, It was fun uh, It was definitely fun And uh. it's it's what um It's what It's what gives us The Scott Summers of today Yeah and I find that so weird. What? Like the the dichot like it's always been the dichotomy between Wolverine and, and Cyclops. Yeah. Right. It's always been Cyclops, uh, the straight nosed kid, the one uh the poster boy of being a good uh The leader, yeah. 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 And we have Wolverine the Rebel, uh mm-hmm. who doing all the dirty jobs, 
uh, and always being a badass. And now uh, it's like the roles have totally yeah, reversed. Totally what? reversed. Rob it's like the leader. Yeah, um, Logan was the one. That, uh, Wolverine be, was the one that set up the the Jean Grey school. Yeah, after he's, he's, he's the headmaster. Yeah, head and then master. here comes Cyclops, murdering and killing people, and not regretting a single bit of it. And he, it was even explained during uh during the consequences, you know, consequence AVX of AVX consequences. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. wherein he wrote a letter to Wolverine saying, "Hey, you know what? Uh, it's time for you to be the face, while it's time for me to do all the dirty work." Yeah, <laughs> um, think of it like a. It it was it was straightforward. Well, not 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 AVX, but like um, uh, House of M, right? Mm. It, it was it was a lot like Civil War mm. in that you have um, you have Iron Man and Captain America that are two very different like ideologies clashing. Um, when it came to House of M, uh, that was Wolverine and Cyclops, where Cyclops was like, "We have to be militant. We have to be militant." Right. And um, Logan was like, or, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wolverine was like, this isn't what uh, Gene would have wanted. This isn't what mm. um, Professor Xavier would have wanted. Right, mm. right. So that's sort of the the friction there. Well, and it carries on to this day. Mm. Mm. Again, uh, I guess Wolverine would know more about uh, what Gene or Professor X would have wanted, given that they always kept restricting him. <laughs> you, know, you know what I believe? I believe that uh, Scott Summers, being the straight-nosed uh, good boy, yeah. is... Um, it's not really who he is in a way. It's him finding himself. Because if you read all the different versions of him in in other what ifs and whatnot, for example, there's just one the what uh, ifs and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> but there's just one uh, comic book series wherein uh, Legion, uh, Professor Xavier's son, changed reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. trapped most of reality inside a box. Now, in that way, in that portion, Scott Summers was made into a uh, was a, still a hero, but an anti-hero. Okay. He was um, used, u- utilized by Arcade as a way to execute prisoners. So mm. what happened was his eyelids were removed so he can non-stop yung yeah, optic blast. Yeah, and it affected his morality to the point where he just literally disintegrates and destroys everything in his path. Right. So mm. him growing up under the care of Charles Xavier influenced him being a good boy. Oh. But once, realizing yeah. his actual capability and le- having an ability of omnipotence thanks to the Phoenix Force gave him a truer view of what he can do and who what he can what of what is right. So it's a twisting of his uh ideology. And now that Xavier is gone is gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and but even though <clears throat> he even said yeah, uh, do I uh, do I regret doing it? Yes, I do. Will I do it again? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's more oh, man, that, was, thing. that was crazy when he got um the what was it? They were the Phoenix Five. Yeah, the Phoenix Five. <laughs> Phoenix Five. Yeah, uh, that uh, was one of the weirdest. You know, I can't. I can imagine like uh, like magic floating, uh, like see uh, what you call Emma Emma Frost. But then Colossus floating midair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Magneto somewhere in the picture. <laughs> this is a little far fetched. I, I don't know. Did, did you like AVX? What did you think of AVX? Uh, it was okay. Uh, I read through everything, and uh, story-wise, it was interesting, considering uh, the past number of problems I've had with Marvel. But then again, um, I guess it still suffered from one thing that I hate the most, which is basically the Phoenix Force. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see. I see. I see. Like, um, what's it? Um, since we're since we're in like Marvel territory, yeah. something that you should read is Hawkeye. Hawkeye now. Yeah, Hawkeye. Well, not necessarily <laughs> now, but like, oh yeah, Nikola sat down on a bunch well, of eggshells. Sure. Let's just say. <laughs> um, who's it? Uh, his his run on the book just ended, but um, it was it was written by Matt Fraction. Okay. And um, the pencils were by David Aha, mm-hmm. and it it was it was really good because it's kind of funny. You know, mm. it's very lighthearted yet very. You know, he's way, he's lighthearted now, but now. Yeah, yeah, dude. Hawkeye? <coughs> Hawkeye or Matt Fraction? No, uh, <laughs> Matt Fraction because is always like... After he was resurrected again, quote-unquote... Didn't yeah. he go in a killing spree? Yeah, he became... He became uh, it's like what happened to Arsenal during mm, DC. Yeah. He became a guy who wanted to just kill everything and he became so serious and whatnot. Then, then he was before, who was a jokester. Yeah, yeah, they brought him back. Uh, Mad Fraction sort of brought him back to being like that jokey kind of. You know, it's, it's really good. You should check it out. And the all art right. is amazing. All right, all right. All right. So, yes, again. Uh, ah, yeah. Favorite art in comics? Oh, man. Wait, favorite art? Yeah. Name uh, dropping. Oh, God. Dude, Kingdom Come. 
Uh, sorry, I, I, mm. I'm kind of biased. Kingdom Come had the, one of the best art I've ever seen, and I will, I will, I will admittedly argue with a lot of people about that. It was one. It's one of, if not the my most favorite comic. It is incredible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But what's it? Um, it it really it really depends, right? Because mm. like a lot of people will, uh, a lot of people, um, like the whole. Uh, like ultra in- intricate like mm. work of Sina Jack Kirby yeah. and like 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 that sort of the standard that um that is held that 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 all comic books are held to. Mm. Yep. But like I I tend to like um I tend to like art that isn't sort of standard comic book art. Mm. So like the work of um David Aha mm. on Hawkeye. Mm. Um, say the the work of Jock. Mm. Uh, the work of uh, Francis Manapol, mm. uh, oh, Jeff that, Lemire. Oh my God, Jeff Lemire! <laughs> but there's some art that I really don't like. There, I forgot the uh, no, part of X Force where it looks like it was watercolored, and and it doesn't really jive well considering how dark the humor well, was. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I would say art. You would you'd be right in the sense that art depends, but it also I guess depends on the storyline. Yeah, that too. if the art doesn't match what's being portrayed, it's not really good. If that's the, if true. If the atmosphere true. doesn't match, yeah. Even if they say you get the best artist to do this, and it mm. apparently doesn't match, it's it's gonna be terrible. Even though it looks good, it's actually terrible in the end. Yeah, so it would be like um, what's uh, I can't think of any anything like superhero, but um. It it would be like say The Walking Dead mm. being drawn by Jim Lee. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Please God no. <laughs> that would be funny. It's never gonna be the same. If he is ever listening to this, I hope he doesn't take that on upon advisement. <laughs> it is not a challenge. In what way? <laughs> In any way whatsoever. That'd be funny though. <laughs> uh, or like um or say like who's a uh, or like Jeff Lemire drawing like Infinite Crisis, you know, like yeah, there 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 are limits, I guess, to what anybody can draw. Just because you're a good artist doesn't mean you're a good artist for everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you do have some of those artists that are just amazing. Uh, like like those those like they aren't the legendary artists, mm. but they can sort of mimic the style of everybody else. Mm. And and those guys are like amazing as well. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as as much as I hate to admit it, mm. like yeah. a lot of the art in the nineties was amazing. <laughs> yeah, in in the nineties, uh, the art was good. Surely, Just not yeah. go down to the eighties. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> Superman with a <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman in DC. The art was was amazing yeah, during yeah. Uh, the nineties. Marvel, well, yeah, Marvel's was art not, was amazing. Like, they had well, Todd yeah. McFarlane on their team. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, did you see that spi- the, the iconic Spider-Man cover that like took him hours upon yeah. hours upon days upon weeks to make that? Like it's 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 one of the it's one of the iconic Spider-Man covers, mm. and you don't get very many iconic covers anymore. Mm. Mm-hmm. But like this is from what ten years ago, 10, 20 years ago, mm. which is which is quite the feat, you know? Mm. Like wow, you know. Like, all the webbing and all that, like ah, so good. That's the way comic books sort of are, though. They they flip flop like back and forth between putting more um putting more emphasis on the art and then putting more emphasis on the writing than the art than the writing. Mm. Like like in the eighties, um, it was the British invasion, right? So mm. you had like Sina Neil Gaiman coming in. Um, Neil Gaiman, huh? What was what was the what, what was his <laughs> name? The the, the, the bald game. Scottish guy. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Superman of all, uh, what was it? All Star Superman. Uh, mm-hmm. Who wrote All Star Superman? Uh, forgot. Yeah, well, him. Yeah. Uh, the, the. You know, what? just keep on talking. I'm gonna sing this. <laughs> yeah, on, on a side note, uh, Neil Gaiman. Yeah. You know, I, I'm gonna tell this story because uh, I still hate I I still hate feel for this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I hope that. If ever Neil Gaiman hears this, <laughs> he actually affirms this is true. <laughs> we need a uh, confirmation out here. Yeah, because uh, my best friend, uh, who uh, mean me and my high school friends, we're, we're all comic book uh, lovers, if Nerds. not if not addicts. Nerds. Now, um, 
it came to the point where in uh, when we heard Neil Gaiman was coming here, we were like, mm-hmm. oh my god, we get to meet the awesome Sandman, <laughs> see him in the flesh, and yeah. So anyway, what happened was, uh, well, I wasn't able to see him. I I think RJ was able. One of my friends, RJ, was able to see him, but uh, in the end, uh, in comes Fiel saying, you know, hey guys, you know, I I met. I met somebody, uh, a, a writer. So how, where? Oh, in a Starbucks. He was sitting. He was leaning forward, looking at all these, uh, the, the you know, the juices in yeah, Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, and then uh, Fiel, being his friendly self, like, oh, is there any way I may suggest to you? Oh, what's good here? That's a bit citrusy. Oh, uh, try the calamansi oh. juice. So they sat down. They started talking. And uh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a writer. Uh, I'm a writer. What, yeah. What's your name? Uh, <laughs> I'm Neil. Oh, my name is uh, Neil. Uh, Neil Gaiman? Yeah, I've heard of you. <laughs> Please, it's so, cool. So, so, no, 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 it's not that. Because, like, a- amongst yeah. the group, he was the only one who never actually read anything made by Neil Gaiman. <laughs> so <it> was, <laughs> and, and he, at first, we were like, hey, we didn't believe him, of course. We we're like, no, that's, that, that's a load of bollocks. I mean, it's impossible. Then, afterwards, Neil Gaiman posted, posted this uh, blog on, on his trip here. It's like, blah, 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 blah. It was fun. Blah, blah. P.S. I think I'm addicted to calamansi juice. <laughs> Shout out. Oh. Shout out to Neil Gaiman. Shout out to Fjell. Uh, I was like, no. Everybody's going to be there. Yeah, we, we all took turns in strangling Fjell that day. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, like the 80s, Neil Gaiman comes in and uh, Grant Morrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Grant Morrison came in as well. And... Um, <laughs> Love your Scottish man. <laughs> because that's exactly how Grant Morrison sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> and so it became about the writer. Uh, mm. Yeah. Like even like Watchmen, right? Like it's, oh, it's, Watchmen. it's all about the writer. Then in the 90s, it mm. went back to Art. like being about the artist. So you had Jim Lee, you had uh, Todd McFarlane, you had the artist guys. Yeah, you had them. <laughs> and then in the 2000s, it's sort, of, it's, it's sort of circling back towards the writers. So, like, now we think about, um, we think about uh, Jeff Johns, uh, you know. Scott Snyder. Yeah, Scott Snyder. That's the, uh, that's the way it is. Like, mm. it, it flip-flops back and forth between artist-writer, artist-writer. Mm. Yeah. Well, so that means uh, the writers are into it again. Yeah, dude. Like, um... Who who is the, the the big names now, right? Like Scott Snyder, yeah. the, the Matt Fraction, mm. like yeah, those guys. Mm. Uh, but then if if history is uh, if history is to repeat itself, we're in for another artist like, revolution. Artist revolution, yeah, another Image Comics, if you. Will. I think I think we'll ever have find a happy medium between the artist and the uh, writer balance. Well, it, it was all um, what was it? The writers right at the beginning. The writers always like kind of hated the art well not hated but like the writers were always like unfair towards the artists and I don't think it's ever gonna you know there's always gonna be a little bit of like back and forth uh, yeah back and forth like uh what's it uh Stan Lee with the creation of Spider-Man right okay mm. right it was um we all know uh Spider-Man is a Stan Lee creation mm. but technically he was co-created mm. oh. right yep. um you look at uh you look at Bob Kane like Bob Kane was pretty much a slave driver to all of his artists, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, like there. <laughs> all right, let's let's take a break a bit on DC and Marvel. Have you watched? Have you, have you watched? Have you read Invincible? It's supposedly really good, but I have not read an issue. No, I'm sorry. You should try. Uh, it's it's another one of those superhero things, but on a on a, in a different way. That there's a lot of tragedy in it. Uh, that's that's image, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, the storyline, the the art is not bad, mm-hmm. but what intrigues me is the fact that they basically changed the idea of what is a teen superhero. So, like, not um, so like like well, that that that, that was sort of like kick ass, though. No, uh, kick ass was well, kick ass is pretty much similar in a sense, but again, this is more of the more fantastical, wherein uh, he's. Actually, the half-breed alien. Oh, okay. yeah. And uh, the thing is, it was it's it's intriguing because the storyline is not bad as well, considering that it was made by Image Comics. Nothing against them, but you know. Hey, man, Image Books are really good. <laughs> Image Books... <laughs> okay, fine. Image Books now are actually really good. Yeah. That's where some of the most original work is coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the exception of Walking Dead, because that's kind of getting boring. Well, the amusing thing, though, about the, the comics and... Uh, 
And there are parts where they're supposed to do something dirty and nasty, and then they say, since they break the fourth wall, since this is a comic book for uh, for uh, for the like family, oh, okay. we are now going to shift our attention towards another character while they're doing their thing. <laughs> this is Invincible? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who wrote it? Uh, no, I don't remember. I th- I'm not sure if it was multiple writers, though. Because okay, honestly, okay. At this, I, I was too immersed in the story. Okay, because I, I heard about it, but like I never, I never picked up a copy because... They, they, um, because I keep on getting so many recommendations for image books. Mm. Because like apparently they're all really good. So like, <laughs> it's one of those like, oh, it's really good. Okay, like why the last man? Oh, it's really good. Like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> well, why the last man is pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. That's what's like oh. sad, but good. Sad, and you kind of want to kill a lot of the characters. But yeah, pretty good. The main character you want to kill him multiple times. Um, <laughs> what's it like? America's Got Powers or whatever that that thing is called. Mm. That's also supposedly pretty good. Mm. Well, uh, when you get the chance, why not? You know, it's mm. it's pretty. Uh, these comics, when as recommended, when somebody you should recommend something, I take a look. I mean, they tend to be really good. Yeah, wait yeah. for the trades. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. There are a lot of trades already. Yeah. Okay. Cool. They're like nineteen. Like, really? It's been oh. it's been running for that long. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. That's um. Yeah. It's a uh, thing. <laughs> mm. I can't really like afford too many books. You see. <laughs> yeah. There's only so much I can pay for to read. <laughs> yeah. That's that, that's why like I only really followed like a lot of the Batman and the Hawkeye stuff and just borrowed stuff from other people. Uh. Yeah. 